Right, welcome back to the podcast. So, been back to the grind this week, back to work. It's my first week back uh, after three weeks off. Also, my feet have finally recovered from my half marathon last week, or a week and a half ago. But after having all that time off over Christmas, it's really put into perspective uh, where I want to be, how I want to be spending my time, and what I want to be doing. So this year, I'm really going to be ramping up the, the, what I'm what I'm currently doing and looking at increasing income and essentially getting out of the nine to five. Although I don't actually work nine to five, my hours are like half six till whenever I finish, generally finish by sort of one, two o'clock. So really my hours aren't bad, but it's the idea of trading time for money and spending sort of all them hours out of the house, away from family, and not really doing anything that's inspiring. I certainly can't see myself doing something um, or the, the particular job I'm in now until I'm sort of 60. So the last sort of three weeks that I've had off has really hit home that this isn't what I want, especially with going back to work. Um, it's really hit home of what I actually want to be doing and how I want to be spending my time and what I want to be doing with it. So obviously quite excited for what this year is going to bring now. Uh, I've been speaking with Lucas at Practical Life Coaching and we've uh, de- we've decided we're going to be putting a course together. Um, we're going to be packaging up all of our knowledge, everything we've learned across Tears of Freedom through the um all the books we've read, all the course, other courses we've been on, all of Lucas's practical life coaching, all his life coaching courses he's he's attended and um, he's learned from that. Every, everything we can possibly um, uh, think of putting into the course that we've learned, we will be putting in there, packaging it up, putting some tools and uh, yes, yeah, putting some tools in there as well to try and help people get to where they want to be. Uh, and essentially, it's going to be our combined journey to uh, financial independence all in a course. So Lucas will be financially independent by, uh, well, he'll be out of the, the rat run by July. Um, me, on the other hand, got a little little while longer, still got a few debts to pay off, but it's definitely on the cards. Ideally, I would love to do it by the end of the year, but we'll just see how things go. But definitely on the right tracks. So if it's something you'd be interested in, uh, just drop me an email or hit me up on Facebook. I'm sure you've all got me on Facebook now, uh, Craig Prickett, or on Instagram, C underscore Prickett94, and we'll have a chat. But this episode is going to be based mainly around your morning routine so the importance of having a regimented morning routine and what it may do for you since the beginning of the new year i've have implemented sort of well i've set the challenge of reading a book per week Uh, i've been able to do this because of the speed reading technique that i learned from howard berg in one of our mastermind huddle meetings and Obviously, the in the Limitless book, uh, Jim Quick goes through his uh, speed reading tips and how to implement it, how how to retain the information, and by using this method, has really excelled my reading. 
if I was to tell people at school or when I was at school um, that I could read a book of a week, uh, they would probably would have laughed because I would never have been seen dead reading a book. Um, it just wasn't me. I wasn't um, very uh, academic at school, should I say. And the reason being for that is because it school wasn't something I was interested in. Now I found a passion and a purpose. It's making me sort of excel in uh, wanting to read um, the the whatever interests me. All right. So we're only the thirteenth of January, and this year I've read this will be my third book this year. Uh, the idea is to try and increase my knowledge and be able to put that knowledge into a course, package it up and share what I've learned with other people. So with that, one of the one of the things that has really become apparent is having a morning routine. Uh, so the first the f- first book that it really cropped up in pretty well pretty much every sort of self-help or um self-development book that you read mentions about having a morning routine but the last two books it's really become apparent so the jim quick limitless one and the jay shetty think like a monk and in both of them it it says about making time for yourself in the morning um how you start the day will depend on how the rest of your day goes if you start the day rushed um rushing around stressed that will generally push on for the like towards the rest of the day and you will just end up feeling like crap and i i used to live like this <laughs> i used to i used to be one of these people that used to get up sort of 10 minutes before i was due to leave i'd rush around i'd be getting dressed while brushing my teeth while making the coffee while doing my hair you you name it i was i was doing it all at all at once just to try and get that extra 10 minutes in bed but instead of getting that extra 10 minutes in bed um what's become real clear now is you might try to grab more of the day in the like later on in the evening but it just pushes on to the next day so the next book that or one of the next books that i got on my list is the importance uh, I can't quite remember the name of it. Uh, I think it's th- the reasons why we need sleep. Um, but yeah, so moving on to what my hammer morning routine now looks. So I generally get up in the morning. I will make my side of the bed because the wife's still in the other side of it. <laughs> so I make my side. So it's all nice and tidy, all nice and neat. Um, I will go downstairs. I'll make me coffee, get my glass of water. I bring it up, I put that in the office, and then I will go through my shower routine, brush my teeth, um, and with the shower, I jump in while it's sort of lukewarm, and I'd gradually turn it to cold, um, getting it colder and colder until it's sort of unbearable, and then. So once I've had my shower, I then come into the office, and I'll sit down and do my 15 uh, to 20 minute meditation, although today's didn't go to plan i put meditation on youtube and lo and behold six minutes in a youtube ad popped up i mean who puts a youtube ad on a meditation 
Uh, I know we're all looking to monetize our videos on YouTube and whatever have you, but my God, putting out, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it riled me this morning when I was sitting there sort of just chilling out and you know, do you want? So yeah. Anyway, so once I've done my meditation, I make sure I'm hydrated. I'm, I try, try and drink at least one pint of water before leaving for work, as well as my coffee. Um, and then I will sit and read my book for like 45 minutes. So that's how my morning routine looks. And for the first hour of waking up, I make sure now that I do not go on my phone. I don't look at my notifications. I don't look at the messages. If I need sort of meditation music, I've got my Amazon dot or uh, yeah Amazon dot set up on the side, and I will just say to Alexa, <laughs> please, can you put on like um, meditation music or whatever it may be? And the reason being for that is because in both books that I've recently read, so the Limitless book and the I think like a monk, in both of them it, it goes through the importance of not sp- uh, having that time on your phone. Um, and also in the, I think it's the Think Like a Monk book, it says about scheduling in uh, white space time. It might have actually been limitless, but what he means by that is, is scheduling in the like no technology or no mobile phone time or screen time as such. And the reason being is because we, we spend so much time uh, consuming information we we just need that time to relax and um, practice our mindfulness let ourselves daydream a little bit because that's why we get so distracted it's not because we have a um attention problem it's, it's because we've got a retention we're continually being bombarded with information and it gets to a point where we're overloaded with information so when we wake up and we we're straight away on our phones looking at information consuming looking at emails going through our notifications on facebook replying to messages we're getting triggered by um potentially negative thoughts and as i said earlier how we start the day is how our day is going to go throughout the day so if you start and you're already on the back foot you're replying to emails you're you're fired up because something's pissed you off um, general, generally, you're going to go through the day feeling pretty pissed off. So that's a big thing for me now is no no phone time within the first hour of waking up. That is me time. That is time for me to reflect on how I um, how I've sort of what's happened the night before. Reflect on my dreams and sort of visualize how I how I'd like the day to go. The other thing by going on your phone first thing is Jim Quick was saying in his book, it basically trains you for distractions. And there was also a TED talk I watched recently where he went cold turkey from his mobile literally a whole month. And he was saying in that TED talk that he was more, um, he his concentration was better Um there was it, it was more creative there's quite a few points he come up with uh, if you can have a look on youtube i think i think the video was called brain focus can't remember the whole the whole of it but i remember that it <laughs> that it really does cause a lot of issues and you probably 
know how much time you spend on your phone, but if you if you if you've got an Android, you can go into your settings and look at digital assistants. Uh, it's absolutely crazy how much time we're actually on them. Um, for me, I'm in the lorry all day long. Uh, stop, start, stop, start. I generally have like a um, podcast or um, a video on, like uh, one of the course modules that I'm in. Have that playing in the background, listening to it. So my screen time is quite high during the day, but as soon as it gets to the evening, I'm sort of creating things, I'm um, reading, and once it once eight o'clock hits, that's it, my phone's off. The the uh, digital assistant kicks in, and that is off then till five a.m. the next day. Um, the other thing with going on your phone first thing in the morning, it trains you to be reactive, as I said earlier. You're, you wake up, you see an email, you start replying to it, and you that's kind of how you go. You, you see a, a notification, you open it up, you reply to it, you, you're continually um, reacting, uh, which is not really how you want to start the day. Uh, so, yeah, if that's one habit you can try and change, that's, that's definitely one I'd recommend because already within like the last week and a half, two weeks, uh, I've, I've I've noticed it a massive difference. My mood's better. Uh, my, my focus is definitely better. I can concentrate for longer, uh, especially when you're say you're typing away on your on your laptop, and your phone lights up. Instantly, you want to go and pick it up, uh, and that that's what I want to try and move away from because once you're in your flow, it takes around twenty odd minutes to get into your flow. So. You might be working away and you get interrupted. Uh, you try and go back to your computer and you, you sort of lose your momentum. You lose where you're at. And what I mean by the flow is like once you're in your flow is, you know, the times when you're working away and you look at the time, and you think, bloody hell, where's that time gone? So <laughs> and it's been, not been like an hour and a half and it feels like you've been working for like 10 minutes. That's what I mean by in your flow and by continually being bombarded with distractions. Every time you break that flow, that flow cycle, it takes you around sort of 20 minutes to get back into it. All right. So if there's one habit you can try and sort of nip in the bud, honestly, try and just cut out and limit your screen time in the morning. It, it will pay dividends. And the other thing that I would suggest you do is focus on a single task at, um, at once rather than trying to flip between certain things, trying to multitask. One of the studies that came up uh, in the recent book was a study from Stanford University and it had like multitaskers versus single taskers, like people that just concentrate on one thing at a time. And it, what it worked out was who had the better focus. So the people with working on a single task at a time, they had the better focus, they had the better memory and the better recall. Um, and one of the reasons being is because when we are continually flitting between task to task, like the multitaskers, it overstimulates the dopamine channel, which is the like the the reward channel. You, I think you get the same sort of hit from 
drugs <laughs> um and it's, it's that addictive pathway uh, so we're continually um we're continually compelled to try and stimulate that that dopamine channel and so when you get a, a like on social media or anything like that it's um it's hitting that dopamine channel so you're getting a reward for it and generally what by the time you get to the end of the day we've had so much um overstimulation and so much of the uh, the dopamine um reward uh, we we tend to just feel absolutely bummed out and just utterly exhausted really and like if you've ever been in meetings all day um you might have been doing a bit of shopping you end up on, on social media you're scrolling through that um you you know by the end of the day you feel feeling utterly exhausted and that's because we're having an overdose on dopamine pretty much so it's like a dopamine hangover and too much when you're producing too much dopamine or getting too much of the dopamine um it blocks out the serotonin so the obviously the serotonin is like the happy hormone and basically what serotonin does is the it's the key uh, hormone that stabilizes our mood our feelings of our like our feelings of well-being generally it's our like feelings of happiness uh, it's also like the hormone that enables the brain and the nervous system to communicate with each other and helps with our sleep so if, if we've got a good level of serotonin we're going to be sleeping better eating better our digestion is going to be better Whereas if you've got too much dopamine, when you if you were to go and Google what happens when you have too much dopamine, I'll read it out here. It says, having too much dopamine or too much dopamine concentrated in some parts of your brain and not enough in other parts is linked to being more competitive, aggressive and having poor impulse control. It can lead to conditions that include ADHD, binge eating, addiction and gambling. Obviously, we don't want to be going down the... Um, aggressive and bingy and addiction and gambling <laughs> so if we can do what we can to reduce how much dopamine we're getting and it's just just simple things like not scrolling through socials while you're making your breakfast or um, limiting that screen time during the day limiting that screen time in the morning and what I've found is we obviously having limiting that screen time uh, focusing on what task it is you're doing so when you're cooking breakfast for example concentrate on cooking breakfast concentrate on um the smells that you're getting from the, the the breakfast and uh the sounds you're getting rather than sort of just putting the bacon on or putting your toast in picking your phone up scrolling through not letting your brain um have its own thoughts try just to concentrate on the on the task at hand and you you you'll notice a difference in your focus and not get distracted so much i promise you <laughs> i've noticed it even in the the last week that i've been doing it um i think i over a course of a year it's going to be massive um and it's like if you were to read a book um, if you were to purely concentrate on reading that book and not get distracted every five minutes, how much quicker would you rattle through books? I've noticed it in the mornings. I sit down for like 45 minutes and 
I'm I'm rattling through books like no tomorrow now. Um, before before my no phone or uh, I'd I'd probably be picking it up every sort of 10, 10 minutes easily. So yeah, the main things I want you to take from this episode are get in a morning routine. So try and structure yourself a morning routine, whether it's just getting up five ten minutes earlier to begin with, and try and increase it up to an hour. So. Maybe the first day, get up 15 minutes earlier, second day, or maybe just do that for a week and then increase it to half an hour earlier. Um, and then you can try and try and get up to an hour. That that should, that should gives me plenty of time to get my, um, I get showered, meditate, um, something to eat, drink, read. I can get all that done in an hour. It's, uh, and it's really nice as well getting up before everybody else you've got no distractions you've got um no kids coming in and um it's just nice to appreciate that time of morning and when it gets nearer the summer you could even sit and watch the sunrise if you if that's what you want to do so yeah they're the main two things try and structure a morning routine and limit your screen time especially in the morning and in the evening all right. So I hope you got some value from this episode. If you have, give us a like, give us a uh, subscribe to the to the channel. And if you think someone else is going to um, find value in it, share it with them. Uh, one thing I do really enjoy is your comments and feedback on Instagram or wherever it may be. Uh, it, it does motivate me to keep going and share what I've learned with you guys and share my my little bits of um knowledge i suppose so yeah hope you've all had a good week have a good weekend and i will speak to you all again soon